Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Very good. Yeah, you do your part well. You I'm, come a, out. I'm a good monkey. You do? You read the card or is it on a... No, I memorize that part. Uh, I just come gonna, flowing out. We're going to, after 2.30, we're going to go to Moscow, Idaho. We're going to be talking to Brian Enton, who is with News Nation. They're doing a special on Sunday night. And uh, he's been there reporting on this story as a senior national correspondent. And uh, we have yet to speak to anybody in Moscow itself. We've certainly picked up news reports uh, from various media outlets. But uh, he's probably been there. He's been talking to people. I, you're probably aware by now, John, there's a big uh, network of theories as to uh, who and what took the lives of these four college students. Uh, it's almost three weeks ago. I think this Sunday will be three weeks since the uh, bodies were discovered. And all the bizarre information that's come out you know uh, a big word huh. this week is targeted which uh, was oh. most people interpreted meant one of the students was targeted and then it turned into maybe the house was targeted which was a bizarre twist uh, and, and and you know what's filled the uh, the gap of of information the vacuum is yeah, every moron with nothing to do on the internet because there is now a private facebook group uh that has more than thirty two thousand members so you got 32,000 people online gathering oh, sharing together. Sharing their own rights, yes. their clues, and their there is information. An, there's another group on Reddit has more than 27,000 members. Hmm. There is a, uh, uh, t- a series of TikTok posts have more than 94 million views. So this is how people spend free time now. They don't watch television. Very much. You go to the it's movies. It's a reality show, man. It's, it's not it's, fiction. Uh, yeah. 
And Four people were murdered brutally in their beds. I mean, who could have done this? And especially in a quiet, sleepy town. And the prototype... Where you said, what, they had one murder this year or one murder last they year? They had something? one murder. The last murder was seven years ago. Oh, gee. See, yeah. that's why this is that's, really stunning. That's why when you see the uh, the cops on screen, they go, uh, uh, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no practice. Uh, now, the case that you brought up yesterday, Gabby Petito... Remember, I you regret were, that already. You you were you were baffled by the amount of interest in it. Uh, it's way worse than you thought. Um, the the Gabby Petito series of TikToks with a dedicated hashtag racked up more than one billion views. One what that means bit. <laughs> TikTok with a hashtag. What? Well, TikTok. Is you put videos on TikTok, right? No, I know what TikTok is. But okay, <laughs> so then they have hashtags, just like all the social media does. Oh. And if you type in the hashtag in the search box, it'll show you everything there is on the subject. So if you went to TikTok and typed in Gabby Petito, you would get a series of videos that totaled up to one billion views. We're not at that point yet for the Idaho murders. So I, 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 I think we're going to get there though. Uh, well, if this goes cold, people will move on. That's the thing. You know, after three weeks, they're like, the pati- well, the Petito story went on a long time, way too long. For- well, I, didn't, I didn't really follow it until I, but I said like within days, the boyfriend killed her. So let's just move on. Right. And but hopefully they find her body and then was, well, take care was, of him. Where's the body? See, they play, these are like board games. Yeah. And it's like, where's the body? Well, it's a big world out there. And if you remember, Gabby Petito and her boyfriend were traveling all over the West, right? So that body could be in, uh. A, th- a thousand different places. And then when he disappeared, where's the body? They thought, you know, somewhere in Florida or on the East Coast. And so I realized this, these are these are this kind of... I don't find that as interesting as who's the murderer. I'm sorry. That's just how I play the game. Clue, right? <laughs> the board game Clue. You're trying to figure out who did it. Was it Colonel Mustard? See, we went to, from board games... But to, for, to where to, the body is, it's not that fascinating. To video I mean. games to reality games. Yeah, I know. And now you can go online and play with tens of thousands of other people. Where's the body? Yeah. Well, people are playing the game that I just with the murders in Idaho because they're picking out a guy at the food truck. Uh They're picking out that weird neighbor who called himself socially awkward. Right. They're picking out people that they think ought to be further investigated. So it's not it's not that far from clue, though. You want to hear today's titillating detail? Yes. All right. I'm going to drop it like a bombshell. There was a sixth person on the lease. Who is that person and where are they? Right. Well, police confirmed this afternoon that they were not home at the time of the murders. They must have a good alibi. Whoever it is, I don't know who it is. Probably a girl. Yeah, probably a girl. Right, because it was early Thanksgiving or just a weekend off. Three of of the girls who lived there got killed. One was a boyfriend. The fourth one was a boyfriend who does not live there full time. There were two other roommates who survived. survived. So, right, there's one empty bedroom because there were six bedrooms. There was a sixth, right. There was a sixth person on the lease, so... I think you're right, too. I think it was an all-girl house, and they just... But just, you know, you look at that right away, you're like, oh, that's who did it. They killed them all and ran off. <laughs> well, yeah. I, it's kind of funny that that took, uh, what, two weeks for that uh, little piece of information to... Almost three, I think. Almost three? This weekend, yeah, isn't it? This was... Uh, yeah, I've lost track. It seems like we've always had this story. They, uh... <laughs> No, let's see. I'm going to look for the date here. But anyway, I think it, uh, yeah, no, uh, November 15th, the police put out a statement, 22nd, 20th. Yeah, it would be three weeks this weekend, I think. Uh, all right, so we'll be talking to Brian after the news uh, coming up after 2.30. 
Uh, the other thing going on right now, if you're interested, is, uh, is Elon Musk. That's all you need to say. Elon Musk is releasing as we speak uh, on Twitter. He will publish what really happened with the Hunter Biden story suppression. That would be the laptop story from the fall of 2020. Right. And the New York Post. Uh, He's yeah, releasing that inside. on. Yeah, it was supposed to be five o'clock Eastern time, two o'clock here. Yeah, it's, hard. Fact, it's, it's now past two o'clock. So it's while we were coming out while we were talking, I was looking online to see if it, uh, the news had broke yet. Oh, well, I don't I'm not on Twitter, so I can't actually go read it. I don't think you are either. So you'd have no, to get the, you news can, reports. You can you visit can, Twitter. You can visit. Twitter. That's what hashtags are for. Well, he said, quote, this will be awesome. And he accompanied it with a popcorn emoji. Oh, it says he will. Uh, I just called up Elon Musk's uh, account. Will include live question and answer. Yes. And then it's here we go. All right. Oh. And then it's. Uh, well, these are people all talking to each other here. Now, remember, so, I don't have any Twitter yet. originally said, well, we don't uh, put, allow things on our uh, social media that were uh, from from a hack. Well, this was not a hack. This was a laptop no. left at a repair shop. No, they lied. It was a cover story. That and then, people- of course, we heard, well, this sounds like Russian disinformation. Right. But- and that was the official government instruction. No. That's what the FBI told uh, Mark Zuckerberg. They actually went to him, if you remember. And that's the reason Facebook also suppressed the story. And if you remember, the New York Post had a, a famous cover. Uh, they had, there were 51 people from the intelligence community, CIA connected, people uh, connected to the Defense Department and various uh, national defense wings. And they all 51 signed a paper saying this is Russian disinformation. And then the Post put their photos on the front page after they were proven wrong contacted each one of them and a lot of them either were sticking by their story or didn't respond (laughs) very few if any said oh yeah i guess we blew that because they were all told this is going to be the official government story this is what they do in china this is what they do in russia it was an official government story and nobody was going to say anything to benefit donald trump everyone was going to deny the the existence of the story or the veracity of the story Just to give you a quick recap, a guy by the name of John Paul McIsaac is the owner of a computer store in Delaware. Uh, Hunter Biden abandoned the laptop there. He gave a copy of the hard drive to Rudy Giuliani in September of 2020. Giuliani then leaked documents and photos to the New York Post and gave a whole copy to uh, Steve Bannon and his podcast co-host Maxie. But the Post, of course, began publishing the emails, the photos, excerpts, and uh, many in social media said no. We're not going there, particularly since we're now in October of 2020, very close to the election. Nothing damaging against Biden. Uh, So we'll keep an eye on that story. Uh, What we think this will be, I guess, will be a dump of internal communications between Twitter execs. He claimed he was going to release all the files. The files. Yeah. So what? Trump didn't take those files with him to (laughs) Mar-a-Lago? Different file. Different files. Yeah. Different file. There are a lot of secret files out there. We'll keep an eye on that story, see if there is anything awesome in it. I've got my popcorn ready. Uh, Johnny, Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Nobody puts a smile on my face like I do. KFI. You're getting this, Deborah Mark? Oh, this is yeah. just I, awful, it, right? It's beyond awful. You're the, you're the show censor. I, I'm, I'm appalled. I, that's right. We're going to give her a dump button. I need, I need a spanking. Uh, KFI, AM 640, the Johnny Ken show. 
Uh, that a scoffing sound. Yeah, but <laughs> but you just spit on me? <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. We'll be talking the Idaho murders with somebody who is in Moscow, Idaho, from News Nation. Brian Enton will join us. He's doing a special for that network on Sunday night. Uh, we'll get into all the details and see what he's been able to learn by talking to people in that uh, town, that very small town where the four college students were murdered in their beds uh, a few weeks ago in an off-campus house. Anything on Elon that you're finding, or no, nothing, no bombshells yet no, on uh, I know. You, well, you know, what Twitter was doing back in 2020 to uh, suppress the he, Hunter Biden laptop story? He's so one? erratic, you never know from moment to moment. Mm. So, uh, no, it's... Uh, unless he called I, it off? I, I'm, I'm assuming he was going to... It says we'll be published on Twitter at 5 p.m. So I assumed it was going to be under his account, right? Under his name. Well, maybe but, it's one uh, of those things that we're trying to build up, you know, suspense. So I mean, they're not writing it too. It's going to come out sometime in the next hour. I, I, would, uh, I, would amu- I would imagine there would be a link to like a, some kind of massive file so that everybody could play along and go through the, the pages of the documents. But yeah. what do I know? See, I realize now all this is a game. This is like modern, modern game shows. Nah. You know, you know f- find the murderer, find where the body's hid. Uh, let's figure out the uh, the Twitter scandal. And you can have, you know, uh, millions of people playing at the same time. That's the appeal right. here. Yeah, well, I think that it unites us in some way, right? It We're does. This, yeah. this is what replaced all the old entertainment options we had. Yeah, right. Everybody yeah. used to watch shows because there were only three networks back right. in the day, and now sure. everybody's focused on one of these uh, crazy nationwide right. stories. And, uh, you know, you have a, a, a crazy central character like uh, Elon Musk. He's a great character. He, he is, but... you, you know, people hate him, people love him, but, I mean, he's colorful. He's fascinating. Uh, I remember he came on to, in fact, I think we're going to do this story later. He came onto our radar because he started to complain about the traffic in Southern California, mm-hmm. particularly on his way to one of the headquarters for Tesla or one of his companies, SpaceX. And, and he, that's where he came up with the idea of tunneling, right? Yes. So the boring company was formed and the idea was to, uh, you'd, you'd kind of get your car into like a massive elevator and it drops deep underground, and then all the cars are kind of locked together in some chain, and they take you to your destination. I don't know much more about it, but oh, that he, was the he's theory. Still, he's still working on that. Yeah, that's what we'll tell you coming up. And I think he moved on to more. He is like the little kid that gets distracted by the next uh, right. bright object, right? Well, I mean, it's not fun, fun burrowing dark holes through That's the why it's called the Boring Company. That's right. right. It's... Uh, all right. Well, speaking of boring, drilling, uh, the Los Angeles City Council has decided that the city of L.A. will get out of the oil drilling business permanently. Is this mostly symbolic? Are there a lot of these left? I mean, you occasionally when you're driving around, like on La Cienega, you can still see those old pumps going up and down those wells. That, going, uh, cranking. Yeah. They use those a lot in movies to give Is people there, a are sense Are there any other the, areas where they're still pumping oil besides... Uh, I see one every now and then in other places besides that uh, area. Uh, I, I knew they, they used to have them near uh, Beverly Hills High School. Because there, oh. there, there was a ruckus a few years ago over that. Remember Aaron Brockovich? I oh, think, had a yeah, the kids are breathing that in. Because not only not only is there oil, but there's methane underground, which is why for for decades they wouldn't build a subway underneath Wilshire Boulevard going through Beverly Hills and onto the West Side because they feared a methane explosion. Right. I guess uh, now they don't care. So it was twelve to zero. I guess three people didn't vote or. Well, maybe this not those old women. No, no, Kevin DeLeon and Gil the, Cedillo. Those are the people in jail, ones <laughs> yeah. that didn't vote. Or or those are the people that are uh, uh, off the city council for now. Or, that's right. They're in woke jail. Uh, 
The uh, move is opposed by the oil industry, saying that, again, it's going to make L.A. more dependent on foreign oil. It'll hurt the city's finances. L.A. has 26 oil and gas fields and more than 5,000 oil and gas wells. Some are active, some are not. Many wells are found in the Wilmington and the Harbor area. Oh, down there. Yeah. Yes, I think I've seen that. Yeah. I don't get there. There's some downtown, some in West L.A., John, closer to you. Yes. Some in South L.A. and the Northwest San Fernando Valley, according to the city's planning department. I love looking at them. Oh, there is something kind of... uh, They're like these big monsters. Like an erector set, a large erector set that uh, somebody put together. And they're constantly bobbing up and down. It's grinding away, almost like a living organism. Yeah. Up and down, grinding away. Yeah, it's bobbing like a a duck or a... I I find industrial stuff cool. A lot of people think think it's ugly, but I, I love looking at that stuff. Oh, are you one of the old men that goes to construction sites and stares at the bulldozers? I have them in my neighborhood. I I will be. <laughs> you will be one that, of those that's guys down the road. Sure, uh, I could be entertained. Play all day. with? Did you play with trucks and stuff when you were a kid in the dirt? Like pretending you're bulldozing? Did you do that? Or um, some? I, yeah, I, I played with cars, not trucks. I like cars better. I wasn't a big fan of trucks. I like buses. I liked um, what other kind of transport did I like? But I didn't really have. I had those Matchbox cars. I had tons of them. Remember all the Matchbox car series? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I was excited to get the newest one. I'd run down to the little five and dime store waiting for the new Matchbox car to come out. Yeah, no. I'm, I had Johnny Lightning cars and Johnny Lightning track. No, I don't know that one. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, it's, uh, how should I describe it? You put the car on the on the track, and there was a little uh, stick, right? And if, and if I, I pulled on a trigger, the stick would fling the car down the track and go up and down and up and down and around and around. Oh, loops and stuff? Loops yeah. and stuff, yeah. Oh, that was a good cool. Christmas gift. Uh, it says here that according to a June 2020 study, the oil and gas industry brings in about $250 million to the city's general funds. Well, that's not bad. You scoff at $250 million. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of money. But they're concerned about the carcinogens, and this is severely impacting the underserved communities. That was Paul Kukorian, your friend. The chin bag called it a... Oh, no, that's, 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 that's correct. Guy. That's correct. Kukorian called it a monumental step in the history. I just wondered, I, maybe it's not such... I thought it might be virtual signaling because I didn't know how many of these were left, but uh, there are some wells left. And they're not going to permit any, obviously, any new ones. Now, you look at the gas prices and people will probably be scratching their heads. I mean, you may hate oil, which turns into gasoline, but... That's the way most people power their automobiles right now and will be for quite a while. There, there was so an, we're still in this denial land. There was, a, there was an article I read. I should find it. It was uh, in the uh, Washington Examiner. And I, uh, 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 the writer wrote, he said, you know, fossil fuels are really like the greatest invention in the history of man. What it has allowed human beings to do and accomplish and build. I know. Uh, you know, it, 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 this is the most ridiculous era that we're living in right now, where people are not appreciating one of the greatest in, sets of inventions, how we discovered the oil, learned how to get it out of the ground, learned what it can do, built the devices to use it. Those devices create everything we have. It creates, you cannot have any wealth anywhere in the world unless you're burning fossil fuels. And it's just absolutely fascinating that that's number one on the enemy list. None of us have anything in our lives if we don't burn fossil fuels. There, there's uh, hardly a product that exists. All right. When we return, our guest will be Brian Enton from News Nation. 
the network is doing a special on the Idaho murders coming up this weekend, and he is in Moscow, Idaho. He'll talk to us. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right. Well, the murders of the college students in Moscow, Idaho, continues to be a baffling search for the murder weapon, the murderer, and strange information that's come out of uh, people involved in the investigation, police, and a prosecutor. We're going to be joined now by Brian Enton with News Nation. He's got he's in Moscow and he's got a special uh, coming up uh, this Sunday on the uh, whole mystery behind this. It'll air six o'clock our time, nine o'clock Eastern on News Nation. And uh, News Nation is a cable channel on your system and you should uh, watch it. It's got a lot of good stuff. Uh, How are you, Brian? Come on on. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm just uh, I'm I'm here in Moscow. A lot of snow cold here and it's uh you know got a there's a creepy vibe i mean a lot of people are nervous if this killer is still still out there what is your evaluation of uh, the local police department so i've spent time with the police and the prosecutor um i think they're working really really hard um like literally around the clock um i think they're dedicated they've got the fbi in here assisting them uh dozens of agents so there's, there's a lot of resources idaho state police I think they've had some issues with messaging and communication that's frustrated the community and the families. Um, specifically, you know, in, in the very beginning, they said that the community was safe, and then they backtracked on that. Um, and then they've gone back and forth about what, about saying the victims were targeted. First said they were targeted, then the prosecutor told me it was actually the house that was targeted, uh, and now the police have, have gone back again and said, no, yeah. no, we're just going back to target it. So there's, they, the yeah, there seems to be confusing. conflicting messages between the the prosecutors and, and the police. Like they have two different streams of information going. Yeah, basically they told me that it was an internal miscommunication. The prosecutor is very much involved in the investigation. You know, it's, it's a small town, so he works closely with the police every day. But, um, yeah, it, it was very strange that they weren't able to get their ducks in a row um, with some of these facts. Well, let me ask you this. Which way would you go with the following question? Either they don't know a lot and therefore there isn't much to share or they have a lot that they do not want to share because they're looking for a murderer or murderers. Which way do you think this goes? I think based on my last one on one interview with the police and prosecutor, which was on Tuesday. So it's been a couple of days now. Um, that they don't know much and that they're being honest in the fact that they don't know much. Um, they, they said flat out they don't have a suspect. They don't have a person of interest. They don't have video of a suspect anywhere because there was lots of rumors, oh, there might be a ring camera and they've got the video and they're not sharing it. I mean, I took them at their word. The prosecutors from here, that you know, they're all old timers. And, uh, and I don't think they were lying. I think they really don't know who did this. Um, uh, have they indicated if there's any DNA evidence from the killer? I mean, there was... An yeah, ocean. we're getting lab results now, we understand. There, right? there was an ocean of blood, and it, it looks like maybe at least one of the girls struggled and f- tried to fight off the killer. He must have suffered a cut if he's got this big knife that he was able to kill four people with. Yeah, you would think, and you're right, there was a lot of blood. There was so much blood, there was some, like, seeping out the back of the house. Um so surely there's DNA. Uh, you, you're right that the results started coming back. They told us from the um, Idaho State Crime Lab. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it was a party house. I mean, the neighbors all say it. They had parties every weekend, um, people coming and going all the time. 
Um, you know, six six bedrooms, a lot of people in and out of that place. So in, in terms of DNA, there's probably a lot of DNA in there. But you would think with, with such a gruesome crime scene that, that there's got to be footprints. There, mu- there must be something that they have, but they're not sharing that with us at all. Was it Would they have open house parties where people in, yeah. in the town, uh, not just college students and friends, but they'd, uh, you'd see a party, you knew to go there, and you could wander in and wander out? It seems like it. Um, again, based on the neighbors, there it, it's right near where all the fraternities and sororities are. And, and basically, all the neighbors tell me there were like two party houses on the street. This was one of them. Um, and even in the social media photos, you can see in the background there's a lot of cups. And it, it seems like this is the place people would go, um, you know, to, to to have a good time on the weekend. What What are you hearing from people you talk to in Moscow? They all have their own theories. They're all very nervous. What's the mood there? They really are nervous. I mean, it's a small town. There hasn't been a murder in years. Um, and there's just this feeling like the killer could be walking in the town and they don't know it. I mean, there was a vigil a couple nights ago. They had metal detectors. There were police in the rafters with binoculars. Um, you know, a lot of the students, uh, you know, they walk in groups. They don't walk alone. People won't come outside at night. There's even people that have installed ring cameras and extra locks on their doors. So, it really, I mean, there really is this sense of anxiousness and just people are scared. Well, this is where the whole targeted thing comes in, because at first I thought the police said that to try to make people uh, tamp down the belief that there is a random killer out there. Targeted made me believe that even though this is awful, they came looking for one or more of these four college students to kill. And that could be the end of the story versus the idea that there is just some sort of serial killer out there. Yeah, I think the police are walking a fine line because they, I mean, the community is already so on edge. You've got a big university there. The kids came back after Thanksgiving. Um, they had the option of going online if they were too scared to come back, but some did come back. I just think they're walking that line of not wanting everyone to, you know, just be scared all the time. But at the same time, they're, they're trying to be truthful with people that, that it sounds like they just really don't know much. This might sound out of left field, and, and you, you may not know an answer to this, but I, I, I'm curious when, you know, FBI comes to town, you have profilers come to town. Have you heard any discussion about whether a crime scene executed by someone who was close to one of the girls would look differently than a crime scene by a guy from out of town who was just a psycho serial killer? Like, That's a really good question, yeah. Well, there's no forced entry. Um, so that makes you think that it's someone who knew the house or knew how to get in. They didn't have to break a window or anything like that. There's all sorts of questions about this dog. There was a dog in the house that, you know, there were roommates that slept. So people are speculating, did the dog not bark? Is it, um, is, did the dog recognize the killer or maybe the dog just wasn't a barker? Um, so yeah, there is this, there, there is this theory of, is it someone that they knew or someone who had partied at the house? We, we just don't know. And this person that called 911 that Sunday, uh, hours apparently after the murders, always bothered me in that the call was about, well, they're unresponsive. Brian, I don't know if there's so much blood. It would seem to me there'd be a more urgent sense to a call than just this person isn't responding. I, I didn't really understand that. Yeah, that's I mean, there's so many perplexing things about this case that just don't make sense, which I think is why it's getting so much interest. That's one of them. But one possible theory is some of the neighbors have told us that the bedrooms had individual locks because, you know, there were 
six different roommates, five or six different roommates, and people would come there to party and hang out, like you'd want to have your bedroom door locked. Is it possible that like one of the roommates just wasn't opening the door and they were banging on the door and then called the police oh. um, and didn't actually see the blood inside? I think that could be a possibility because um, you're right. You'd think that, that they would have seen you know, blood or something. They wouldn't just think the person was asleep. And the murders were committed in just two bedrooms? Were there two people in each bedroom? Is that what we understand? Or So the police aren't giving us the specifics. We know the murders were committed on the second and third floors, a, a three-story house. Um, and that according to Kaylee, one of the victim's dad, uh, she was in the bed with her best friend, Maddie. So we know they were together in one room in one bed. And in terms of the other two victims, uh, police aren't giving us the layout of exactly where they were. All right, All right so, so talk about this special you have coming up on Sunday. Yeah, so we've been out here, you know, News Nation has been out here for weeks, um, and so we're sort of culminating all of our coverage into this special that's going to be Sunday night on News Nation. Um, and, you know, we're, we're going to go through the whole thing, the whole timeline in detail, a lot of exclusive new elements with the, uh, interviews with family members. We're actually getting into the Idaho crime lab to see the way that works and the way they test in these kinds of cases. Um, so it'll really just kind of be a place if you're interested in the case, you sort of have an hour and, and pretty much get everything you need to know and kind of get up to speed on the whole thing. All right. It's going to be Sunday night, uh, six o'clock here on the Pacific coast, nine o'clock Eastern. Yes, sir. That's right. All right. All right. Special report, Idaho murder mystery. Brian, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it. All right. That's Brian Etten. He is in Moscow, Idaho. And again, that special on News Nation is 6 p.m. Pacific time Sunday on the Idaho Murder Mystery. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live uh, everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And when we come back, I have a thought. Okay. There's a, I have a thought. Just well, one? Just uh, one. Yes. There's only one a day, Deborah. Don't push it. Something popped into my mind as we were talking to him. There's a oh. little piece. that A rem- new theory? Well, there's a little piece of this that reminds me of a famous major case we covered a long time ago. Interesting. All I'll right. I'll tell you about it when we come back. But we were just talking with Brian Enton. He's uh, the senior national correspondent for News Nation, which is a cable channel uh, that does uh, a lot of news at night. They, they, and they, and they, they do straight news, right? Without uh, all the nonsense uh, slanting and bias. And and because uh, I watch it sometimes. Um, and they have a special coming up at 6 o'clock Pacific time on Sunday on the Idaho murders. And as we were talking to him, the idea of a, of an of having a big party house where a lot of people roam in and out at the parties. Yes. Oh, and now who are you thinking of? The Van Dams. The Van Dams and David Westerfield. <laughs> yeah. Because remember, right. uh, this goes back over twenty years. A lot of people may not remember this, but down in the San Diego area, there was a little girl. She was seven years old, I think. Danielle Van Dam, and she was murdered by this uh, large. Uh, Beast David Westerfield, who eventually got convicted, he got the death penalty, and he's spending the rest of his life at least at San Quentin. But there, there was there's this whole thing is like, well, how would David Westerfield get to know who the seven year old girl is? What was the connection? And one of the things that came out during the investigation and the trial is the Van Dams would have swinger parties, and Westerfield was aware of them, but was. Not invited to participate. Hmm. And if you saw him... Was he a neighbor or... I don't remember. He was... um, Remember, we were outside his house, but... Yeah, we were were outside his house. I I mean, I don't don't remember exactly the whole... All the details. 
Yeah. Uh, but but he yeah he did not get invited, so it caused him to be uh, resentful. I resentful, guess. and he also may have seen Danielle. Uh, somehow he 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 knew the family, and it they just, might be distracted. In other words, it, well, he he you know it, because he was attracted to young girls, obviously. Um, uh, that if he saw a young girl whom he liked, then that girl is automatically in danger. And but but the the, the larger point is is that if you've got a house party and it's going on regularly a couple of times a week and just about anybody in town or anybody in town could bring a friend and wander in and you're not going to notice. I remember one time my wife and I accidentally crashed a Christmas party. We went to the wrong address. It was in a neighborhood where there was a, a, a lot of similar style homes and there happened to be another Christmas party and we walked in and we were handed a glass of wine and we stood in the living room and we were saying hello to people, and um, after a few minutes, we realized we don't belong here. We're in the wrong <laughs> house. This is the wrong party. <laughs> we just yes. hadn't been to this house before. And, and, but that and, night, there wasn't a party. The night in question where these right. four were murdered, they were all out doing other things, and but, they came home. But the perpetrator may have been to the parties. Yeah. May have known, oh, there's a lot of cute girls who live here. You know, so I want to murder them, though? Well, because he's... See, Dad, but why did you want to sexually assault them? These, these four were not sexually assaulted, as yeah. far as we know. Right. Uh, just, you know, I mean, serial killers kill. That's what they do. But If it's a serial killer, but if it's a targeted attack, it could be somebody that was really frustrated with one of the four. Or, you know, maybe he... But let's keep came, in mind, the it, other two roommates were left alone, and they slept through this, maybe, two other women. Yeah, I mean, maybe he, he, you know, maybe hit on one of the girls and got rejected. I think that's a key clue that a serial killer would kill everybody in the house, particularly since you don't take a chance with anybody witnessing or hearing anything, right? Yeah. Unless you're not familiar. You know, it was a three-story house, I guess. But still, you just move around. And if the bedroom doors aren't locked, just go in and kill everybody. Well, you got, if you got six, six pretty girls all living in a house that has a lot of parties, eventually every guy on the campus is going to be aware of that group. Because the, 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 the school's not that big. I think there is something to that. Yeah. that so, that's why they use that term, the house may have been targeted. Right. Because if they're actually having a lot of parties, after a while, you might have hundreds of people that have wandered through there over the course of a, a year or two. Right. Because if if they're open parties, you just wander in, you get a beer, and you hang out, and you strike up conversation with whoever you're attracted to, and who's going to know? Who's keeping track? And by one in the morning, everybody's blasted. They need a breakthrough or this story is going to go cold. And then, I mean, honestly, all they're getting back from the lab might be helpful. You run that stuff through a database, see if it matches anybody with a criminal record, that kind of thing. Any other kind of clues? Um, You know, they have ruled out so many things that people have come up with. People are trying to link these murders to a stabbing in Oregon in 2021. I'm like, well, how would that? That's that's it's the internet crowd. I know it is the internet crowd. <laughs> if you have tens- Everyone's trying to connect it to a 1999 double stabbing well, in Pullman, Washington. Right, yeah. Well, you go online, you go into newspaper database. Oh, because you two did- Washington State <laughs> University students were attacked by an assailant with a knife while they slept. Right. But it turns out one of the women's ex-husband was convicted of carrying out the attack. Right. So. See, that's a deep- remember the skin pet dog story, too. Yeah. Well, you see, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna go into a database and look for murder stories in Idaho, you're gonna come up with something like that from uh, 24 years ago, yeah. and you may not find the follow up that said, "Oh, they found the ex husband." 
He was the killer. I didn't even know this one. Apparently there was a red Mustang left near the crime scene. People picked up on that one. Uh, police acknowledged that there was a car uh, that was processed, but they believe it's not connected to the murders either. So, yeah, I mean, if it was easy stuff like that, this would have been solved almost three weeks ago. Of, of course, you know, there's a car parked there. You check out who the owner is. It's pretty clear he's got nothing to do with it. Maybe he, you know, just drank too much and decided to leave the car there. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark Live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon. Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising elevated.